Hello, I'm Kendra Von Esch, and you are listening to my 10-minute daily podcast, Reality Reflections. I bought into what this world said would make me happy. Money, prestige, power. And hey, if it feels good, do it, because life is stressful, so party hard. Do whatever makes you happy. But that didn't quite work out, because I felt even more insecure, full of fear, shame, and anxiety, and never, ever good enough. Then God found me and flipped my reality upside down and transformed my life. And I want this for everyone. So I left my executive career to help others find true acceptance, supernatural peace, joy, and love that only comes from a relationship with God. Here is my reality reflection for today. Okay, I am using a completely different microphone. I am sitting at the table in my kitchen. Sorry if it's a little echoey, but I lost my phone coming back from Omaha, Nebraska. I am so bummed. I guess I must have left it on the seat. It was a night flight. I was delayed and um, left, got home, actually got in the car to text my husband and realized, oh no, I left my phone, but I didn't know where I left it. So yesterday it was sleuthing with the Omaha airport police and (laughs) the place that I was at before I got on the plane to make sure that it wasn't there. And of course, uh, it's with United and the airline. So yeah, a little bit of a of a stressful time because you know what? We are way too attached to those phones. I almost had a violated kind of feeling in my body and it was my doing. No one stole it. I left it. I lost it because it was with me and the two other places it could, no one else was around. So bottom line is we should be very careful. It's been making me think, reflect, and reassess what I want to do here because I have not had a phone. And I love my phone, just like you love your phone. I record my podcast on it, which is a lot easier than this. And frankly, I'm a pacer. So when I have my coaching calls and when I record my podcast, I like to walk around the house. (laughs) So it's very difficult for me to sit down um, you know how sometimes I read to you? Well, I'm reading on my phone too, so I could move. It's just a very, very different experience. But that's just recording the podcast. I could also listen to things on my laptop that are, you know, on Rumble or YouTube and things like that. But in the end, it's different. It's not like I can put the phone in my pocket and go walk around. Today's house cleaning day, so I'm, you know, going to be dragging my laptop around <laughs> with me. <laughs> It's a little inconvenient. I don't have text and I don't have my actual phone. So I'm contemplating using a backup phone, blah, 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 blah. But my point is this. At first, I went through this feeling of (gasps) dread. I've been here before, but it's definitely not the kind of dread where I lose a wallet, where I have to go get another driver's license, get my credit cards canceled and whatever else is in the wallet that I might have missed. Sometimes I actually put my wedding ring in the change compartment when my fingers swell. (laughs) I don't know about you, but I cannot wear 
rings that are tight. I cannot wear a tight bracelet or a watch. I have to have things floating up and down my wrists and, you know, again, not suffocating my fingers. It's just a little thing with me. So anyway, it wasn't like I lost my wallet, but it was definitely a a loss nonetheless. And then I made myself like kind of go through the, okay, what do I have? So I'm an idiot. I don't have my phone locked. So I don't have a code on there, which I should, and I will do. That's been a little bit of a lesson because I have apps. Like I've got my bank app on there. I've got my Facebook app, my LinkedIn app, my Twitter app. Yes, I'm still on those platforms because I believe God needs to come to those evil places. Evil, evil places. (laughs) Anyway, I digress. Um... Then I went through kind of that sick in your stomach feeling of, oh my gosh, if I don't get that back, I got to go buy another phone. And those those things are expensive now. And so that kind of went into my stomach. And then I thought, you know, this is kind of freeing. When I got up to go to mass on Sunday morning, I usually, you know, have my phone with me and I can text, I can, you know, ask Jeff, if he wants anything on my way back home, whatever. It's just nice to have it. And you know you have that security if anything happens with your car or get in an accident, blah, blah, blah. But it was okay. I survived going to mass (laughs) without a phone. I don't know. I wonder what will happen over these next few days because I decided I may or may not use – I didn't decide if I may or may not, but I – I have decided to activate an old phone, but I don't know if I'll do it today or if I'll do it tomorrow instead, like make tomorrow my errand day, today be my day that I dig into this house and get it clean and do other things around here. All right, I'm going on and on about my phone. Well, uh, oh, sorry, Kendra, that you don't have a phone, but the point of the whole thing is... Are we all too connected with our phones? I have done this before on this topic. I've talked about it, and I want to go back to it again. And the reason I think about that is there's so much to be taken advantage of right around us. So last night, We were watching TV, and my husband's like, you know what? It's a beautiful day. Let's get outside. And I said, you know, that's, (laughs) duh, we're not going to have too many more of these. Living in the Midwest, winter is a coming. Pretty soon we won't be able to sit out there in shorts and enjoy the summer breeze. It was pretty, pretty hot yesterday for September, but later on this week it's supposed to cool down. Anyway... We could have been in our phones while we were outside. Thank goodness I have, actually not thank goodness, thank God, thank you God for giving me a husband who is not one of those who keeps his face in his phone all the time. I mean, when we're together at night, you don't see me out there posting pretty much after, I don't know, five, six o'clock at night, my time, because that's when my husband comes home. 
That's when we spend time together. We have a dinner and, you know, I may or may post one or two things, but it's very, very rare. And I do forward things, and that's the other problem. So if we're watching something on TV that I'm not so much of a fan of, (laughs) like, I don't know, college football, I don't mind pro, and I would rather watch none of it, but I have a husband who is not at all caring about the politics and Black Lives Matters and the ideologies. He just likes his sports. So he's going to watch it, and... I may choose to just put my face in Telegram (laughs) or other things. And so that's what I end up sharing quite a lot. But I don't like, you know, do my ministry at night. But I know that I'm also, when my face is in my phone, I'm not present with my husband. I am not sacrificing my time and my attention to do something that he wants to do. It's not like I don't like football. I can get into it. And sometimes the games are great. Sometimes college is better. So that's really what it was because when (laughs) then yesterday I said to him, I'm like, okay, well, I don't have a phone, so you can't have a phone. And he goes, what? And I said, yeah, you can't be putting going into that, you know, and he's like, okay, I said, maybe this is a good thing. I feel kind of free without it to a degree. I I don't know how to explain it, but I feel like I had the handcuff unlocked and my arm is free. I don't know. At the same time, I'm going to be probably carrying my laptop all around the house while I clean today. (laughs) I don't know. We'll see. We'll see. But I know, I know you have this problem too. If you have a smartphone, you're probably too attached to it and spend hours on it. And so I was just at an event in Omaha. It was a Magnificat event. It's one of, it's the biggest Magnificat in the country And it was spectacular. It was the first event that they've done in 18 months. And I was so excited to be there. It was a packed, packed house. And we talked about taking a risk for Jesus. And we talked about finding that time and making a choice to love him in prayer to love the Holy Trinity, the Father, the Son, the Holy Spirit. We've talked many times that our currency is our time with God. When we choose to love God and choose to give Him the currency of that love, which is our time and our heart, We just make our lives and relationship with him better. We begin to feel and hear the prompting of the Holy Spirit and just follow it. So yesterday when I was sharing part of my testimony, I just went off because the Holy Spirit prompted me on a tangent about my marijuana addiction and the miraculous healing that 
Mary did for me when I consecrated myself to Jesus through her, the 33 days of morning glory, way back in 2013, on the feast day of Our Lady of Guadalupe. And I just started going down that that topic that I don't typically speak about in much depth, but I did. <laughs> and I, I went there and it was funny because I actually said out loud, I don't even know why I'm diving into this, but I'm just going to go with the Holy Spirit. And there was this super, super spirit-filled priest, Father Michael, who was there. He has a blaze ministry. You can go on YouTube and find it. And he is just on fire, on fire and filled with the spirit. And so he says, that's what it's all about is speaking to God, talking to God, feeling God, hearing God, listening to God, what you bring into your eyes, what you bring into your ears, constantly speaking with God about all of it. Is this you? Is this true? Do you want me to do this? And that's what like discerning spirits all day, every day, and living in the spirit of God is is what it's all about. We can all do it. So let's circle back. Can't believe I just said that. (laughs) Let's go back to the two things here. Number one, how much time are you spending on your phone? Even if you're Family and spouses doing it, put yours down. Actually, tell everyone to put theirs down so that everyone can be present in mind, body, soul, and spirit, and not just present in body. And then spend your time with God. Maybe you can even go see Him, go to adoration. Sit. Don't bring a book. Don't pray the rosary. Don't journal. Although I would say bring something to write down because God may put a few thoughts and a few movements of your heart while you're in there of what maybe he wants you to focus on. And it's always nice to write them down because sometimes those times with God, especially if you're in there for an hour, can be pretty packed, pretty packed. Other times, it could be so contemplative that all it is is you gazing at him saying, I love you. I love you. And you just feeling this beautiful consolation, this beautiful peace pour over your body, this recharge, this new energy. But that, I would suggest, be how you spend time with God in adoration is not doing other things because it reminds me of when you're sitting with your family or your spouse or your friends and they're in their phones and you're in your phones or you're watching TV or something. I mean, that's a little bit different because at least you're doing that together. But when you're in your phone, it's like being with a friend and not paying attention to them. So that's why I go back to Jesus. When you're sitting in adoration, just be with him. Look at him, gaze at him, speak with him, but allow him to speak back. I really try to encourage people just to sit in there and say, thank you. I love you and thank you. 
Sure, if you've got a problem, take it to him. If you've got a question, take that to him. But loving and praising him is what that time should really be. Looking at him and then paying attention to your body, your mind, your soul, the thoughts that come in. Okay, I'm going way, way too, way too far. Choose your time wisely. Choose to love God, which means that's an act of the will. You choose to spend that time with him. And then watch your relationship flourish. Watch how much more risky you are for Jesus because you're going to experience him so many more ways because you're going to be tuning in. It's like tuning into a radio station. And when you find it and you lock in and that signal's perfect, that's where you're like, all right, this is cool. Think about when you're driving down the road and you kind of have a radio station that's a little staticky. Other stations are coming in. It's getting annoying. You're starting to get that white noise and other commercials and Well, that's what life is like when you're not spending time in prayer and you don't really even know what you're trying to listen for. And the more you go to God, the more he draws you near, the more that signal will tune in and all the other noise is going to go away. And you're going to know God's prompting and know God's voice in your life and know how to love and speak and be free and live in the spirit. It's just amazing. Ah, and I want that for you, but you have to choose. And I know if Jesus looked at you squarely in the eyes and asked you, do you have time to spend with me? Could you not sit for one hour? He knows exactly where your time is spent. He could probably tell you down, yeah, he could tell you down to the second how many minutes and hours you're spending on that phone. Okay, I think I've beaten this horse. (laughs) Sorry, horse. All righty, everyone, go spend that time with God. You will not regret it. I love you all. Have a blessed and inspired day.